All right, Pat, before we uh, get your full Vikings preseason uh, preview and talk twins here, uh, your question of the morning on Twitter was, what's the advisable length of usage for a kitchen toaster? Is 20 years too many? 20 years? I'm thinking we're going to have had this one for 20 years, and I've been cursing at it for 20 years because it takes so long. It's a long, it's a, it's a long process. It's a four-slicer instead of a two-slicer, and it, uh, it's like a four-minute toast, maybe. It takes about four minutes. How'd you the get 20 years? The good thing about it is you can put your toast in and go do something else, come back, <laughs> pop out about five minutes later. But uh, I'm thinking there's got to be a lot of buildup in there. Even if you take the little tray out uh-huh. once in a while, there's got to be stuff in there. Upend it. Just shake it <laughs> mm-hmm. like that. That's what I do. Yeah, well, you gotta you gotta find a place to shake it though. You can't do it just in the kitchen. Then you'll have debris all over. Garbage can. Yeah, I guess so. I know. Yeah, oh, yeah I, I've got that. Just, that was just my thought: is is it doesn't come up? Yeah, yeah. I know when you grew up as a kid, uh, mom used her toaster for like fifty years. You know, they, they never changed it. But uh, I, I'm just wondering if you know, is it time? Is it time to get a new toaster? What do you think? Are you uh, Pat? Are you an air fryer guy at all? You like the air fryer? I uh, don't even know what it is. It's it's like it's like yeah. a new state of the art type of yeah. like oven toaster hybrid that you can kind of heat up pretty quickly, and it gets your gets most you can cook almost anything in it. It's pretty damn good. It doesn't do toast right though. Pat doesn't wouldn't do like toast. it. Is it, toast? is it crispy toast or yeah? No, Pat wants no. toast. No, it's got to be real toast. It's got to be real toast. It's got to be got to be that toast you said. Oh damn it! Did I keep it in there too long? Are no, you? That was. Are that. you the? Is it the dark? Do you like that almost black toast, or do you like just a little no, bit of golden no, brown? Black, but I like it nice and brown. I like it nice and crispy. Yes, okay. I like it very crispy. You know what's really hard to get correct in any restaurant and any any of the good breakfast places when you say crispy hash browns. Yeah, I'll give them to you, Chris. I want them. I want them. When I say crispy, I went crunchy, not like, you know, not just kind of brown. I, I think you got to say crunchy, though, Pat. Yeah. Maybe Don't crunchy. say crispy. Say crunchy. Maybe we got def- to switch to crispy. Crunchy. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Even Pat Nats down the street, which is great. And sometimes I order, take out cris- crispy ash browns. I get home. They're not that crispy, you know. Yeah, you got to say, I want those suckers to crunch. I'm a, I'm a crispy guy. I'm a crispy guy. So the uh, twins weren't too crispy last night. Huh? I didn't watch them before. I've been, I, uh, I've, uh, I've, I've been working on something of a project. So uh, it's, uh, uh, I, did, I didn't have much uh, last night. By the time I turned it on, they were behind. The night before I turned it on, they were ahead. This yep. time I turned it on, and they were, uh, they were comfortably behind. I was listening to Adbury and uh, and Provis in the car, and they were uh, they were not uh, they were they were not trying to sugarcoat it. They didn't think the boys were uh, they didn't think much of the pitching performance. So, I don't know, what's wrong with us against Detroit? We don't play too good. The Twins. I, I think it's against. I, yeah, we only, I think uh, when we, things go well, I yes. think it's it's success that they can't handle every time. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, I was reading the uh, yeah they'll uh, yeah no we'll, we'll get down on them and then they'll go to Philadelphia and beat the Phillies two out of three yep. or something right that's what will happen. Uh, although uh, Solano, they're, they're going to have to DL him, aren't they? He was hitting pretty well too. I mean, he's a he's a, he put the 
you know, good good right-hand hitter. They don't have any right-hand hitters in uh, in uh, in St. Paul. But I was reading uh, Chip's thing on Brooks Lee today, and uh, you know they're going to let Polanco go. He's not going to be back here next year. I don't think they're going to. I don't think they're going to pick up his option. They're more. This is not. This is kind of a shock, but they're more likely to pick up Kepler's option than Polanco's option. We, we never would have guessed that a month ago, were you? Six weeks ago, but they got a lot of infielders, you know. They got a, no. you know, they got Brooks Lee. They got their, their, I hate to use the term stuck with, but they're stuck with Graya. So, uh, you know, and then they got this kid coming up, and then they got Royce Lewis. So uh, I, I think I think Jorge's uh, time here is uh, running out. So. Because he started getting hurt, and somebody yeah. else and he had, it. I think, so he had like a vesting option. Yes, not going to come close. So he 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 had like a a, a, a sorry, my connections horse crap. I'm going to log out. I'll see. Okay. You. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He has a he has a vesting option too, right, Pat? So it's Royce. Yeah, it's he's, a, not, he's never going to get there. You know that would that would require a certain number of bats and stuff, right? Vesting options. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So uh, yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's going to end up with, he won't end up with 300, will he? 250 maybe? No. So, but that's, uh, you know, that's uh, that's kind of the only solution here, right? If Brooks Lee's as good as they think he is. They, Dex I mean, just they, saw him. Yeah, I was there too Dex yesterday. Dex saw Brooks Lee. Uh, Chip was there as well. Um, he put three really damn good swings of the ball yesterday. Drove in a couple, stretched stretched a single into a double that he got thrown out on. Um, but he stung the ball three times pretty dang well. And, yeah, I, I was talking to some people up there too. And the first week he said he was he was swimming a little bit. He was trying to adjust and he wasn't hitting well. And over the last few days it seems like he's really tried – really has been dialed in a lot more and a lot more uh, connected. And the uh, same thing happened to him at Wichita, too. When he first yeah. got to Wichita, he didn't hit for about a month, and then he uh, then he hit, and they ended up over 300, didn't he? But they uh, they love him, and when you move him up to AAA this soon, you got him on the, you got him in the picture for next year. You know, they're yeah. not going to have him there this year because they don't want his service time to get started, but uh, he'll be here next year, and uh, so, second base, uh, third base. Uh, you're gonna have you have Correa, Julian, Lee, and uh, Lewis, you know, and Lewis. Three in, four infielders for three positions. The way it is, so I don't know. Maybe uh, you know. Maybe you give Julian a. I, I'd be afraid to give Julian a first base club, though, wouldn't you? Uh, no, club. no, I'm not doing that. It's I'm catchy. not doing that. His problem seems to be catching the ball, and you want a first baseman who can catch the ball. That's always very important. That's the first thing you got to be able to do. Where's Royce going to play? When you can't scoop a ground ball, what are the odds of being able to scoop a throw in the surf? Uh, so, right. Where's Royce going to play? Lewis. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up in left field, would you? You know, Pat, I, I uh, will not talk. Now, not, not now, but maybe next year. Yeah. I can see him playing in the outfield. I, I was told that they they don't want him to play the outfield yet, at least in Triple A. No, this this rehab not. this rehab assignment was was very specific on yes. third base, shortstop, and maybe some DH just to get his at bats in. Keep him away from fences. Yes, words, that's what they're saying. But well, you know, actually center field, right? He's where he killed himself. But that's kind of where they visioned as his option. And Michael Taylor's. 
been exactly what you expected, maybe with a little more power. But if Buxton's not going to play center field, you don't have a center fielder on the radar, right? You don't have a center fielder. Yeah. So I, I would guess his, his future, you know, you can go to spring training next February and turn him into a center fielder. He's got the athletic ability to do that. And you got you got too many infielders. So that's, that, that's probably where he will end up, even though they're not going to say that right now because everybody say, yeah, the last time he did that, he lasted three innings. So, uh, including I, you, who predicted yeah. he'd get hurt and then he tore his ACL. <laughs> yes, right. Yes, well, I my my theory was just don't put him out there now. You know, maybe maybe next year, but don't uh, you know not I don't put him out there immediately. I thought because uh, he was coming back from his ACL and then right. he tore his ACL again. So, Pat, what I don't understand is they Solano got <laughs> back an MRI with a MCL sprain. Okay, so yeah, a, a, a ligament is sprained, and they still haven't put him on the injured list. And Rock, Rocco says it's definitely not a worst-case scenario, so we'll take that. Put him on the IL. Yes, yes, it's like they're too cheap to supply somebody to Detroit. You know, you can get to Detroit in a hurry, fellas. Maybe it's an afternoon game today, but somebody will be in Detroit. Somebody will be there today, won't they? They, they probably are doing something with their roster, though, too, because uh, they uh, – they, probably need a right-handed hitter that they would, uh, you know, bring in from uh, St. Paul, maybe that Williams or somebody like that who's not on the 40-man, you know. They yeah. need a right – because you, what you could do is Williams could uh, be your backup catcher, this Williams guy. He mm-hmm. plays a lot of positions, and then he could let Jeffers play every day as a DH, you know, have him DH with Buxton's not around and not have to worry about, you know, not having – Having only two catchers on the staff, something like that. I don't know. Right. But uh, it, it, you would think that something's going to be going on today. But then again, it's a one fifteen game, so who knows? I also, uh, uh, when I was in St. Paul yesterday, Pat, I saw the Dauber. The Dauber was on the mound. Thirty. How did the Dauber throw it? Thirty-one pitch first inning, no runs allowed. Somehow walked a bunch of guys. I mean, I, I have no idea. It's one thing that he started the playoff game, and you know we can nitpick that. But I have no, no idea how this guy got a contract extension, Pat. It was. Hey. Uh, did did now bring it back back to the Twins game? Did Ober really throw sixty eight pitches in an inning, or was that a typo? That uh, had to be a typo. I didn't. I don't know if it was sixty eight. I don't think it was sixty eight pitches. I think it had to be a typo. Detroit had um, seventeen hits in the game, which I believe was one short of how many the Twins have allowed this season. I mean, for they, a, they were never allowed guys. To go 60. No. Yeah, it had to be a typo in today's. Story. Ober's got a little bit pad of that um that Brad Radke and even Jose Barrios disease. The first inning is not kind to him. You know, he he gets behind yeah. pitches and gives up some bombs and puts guys on base, and then he kind of settles in. Yesterday wasn't that wasn't the case. Yesterday but. he didn't settle in. First time he's given up more than three runs, and I don't know how many games in a row. So, hey, uh, so the uh, the uh, Vikings uh, tonight, and yep. uh, we're we're going to learn absolutely nothing, right? We're not going to no 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 cousins, no. Uh, I saw some. Uh, I saw another stat though. That somebody put out yesterday. That once again trying to prove Kirk's greatness, where his 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 performance compared to his defense's performance compared to like Mahomes is trying trying to put him in the same category as Mahomes because of his defense being weaker than Mahomes. Come on, you know, stop working so hard. What's your prediction for Kirk? I think lousy year. I think he's gonna have a lousy year. Think- I think he's gonna throw one interception. Russell Wilson? I think, 
Uh, oops. Uh, I, I wish I'd left my cell phone. Uh, I wish I'd left my cell phone un, unplugged. So anyway, yeah, I, I think he's going to have a terrible year. That's my prediction on Kirk. Going oh, in, Kirk. And okay. We won't find anything in the, uh, we won't find anything in the, uh, preseason about that or not I'm, I'm just i'm just trying to be contrary in there predict a terrible year for the overrated kirk Cousins. well i what i've told uh Mackie and judd pat is uh you know we we got spoiled as football fans of these older quarterbacks playing well into their late 30s you know brady and rogers and breeze and you know even roethlisberger to a degree that's not normal like i i understand no. that the 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 top echelon guys can do that and now we're just assuming that, hey, once Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins, I mean, look, Russ was terrible last year and his coach was, yes. a, was a buffoon. But it's not a given that just because you're a 35-year-old above-average quarterback that you're going to stay an above-average quarterback into your mid-30s. I don't, I don't want to say that I don't follow uh, football close enough to be a fantasy player or anything, but where'd Russ go? New Orleans? Where is he? Where is he? Denver. Where'd they put he's, Russ? He's in, Russell Wilson's in Denver. I thought they got rid of him. Nope. They, Derek Carr. No. Uh, Derek Carr went to New Orleans from oh, Oakland. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. I thought they were going to get rid. Of, I thought they were, Denver was getting rid of us. No. Okay. No. Sean All Payton's right. there, and he's going oh, to he's going to try to fix Sean him. Payton in the, and to fix him. Yeah. I love Sean Payton. Man comes in and rips the hell out of Nathaniel. <laughs> Very. I bet the league send a. I bet the league send a harsh statement to uh, <laughs> to him to say the least. So uh, uh, we, we didn't talk. I'm sure you guys talked about the thing in Baltimore with the uh, with the with the oh Kevin TV Brown. Guys. What, what, it, it was TV, right? The yeah. pregame show. Kevin Brown. And he basically said, he basically said, "Boy, we've beaten this team more this year than we've beaten them in the last five or something yeah, like that." It, it was, was a that? pretty harmless. It was a pretty harmless comment, and he literally, Pat, in the classic Burt Brylevin color commentator, he was reading it from a game note in the package. It, you yes, know, that's to yes. the media. So it wasn't like it was ad-libbed or anything. It was I, – I, I actually didn't know – I mean, is that a thing that Baltimore's ownership is is like well, this? Angeles, Angeles, Peter Angeles is like crazy. Okay. And he's old now, though. His sons are running it, but they're just as crazy. But – all of a sudden, they got themselves the right general manager about four years ago, Elias, and said, we're going to be terrible. We're going to be terrible. We're going to rebuild this thing. It's terrible. You know, yeah. they got more. They got good young players, and they got more of them on the way, mm-hmm. and everything's fine, and people started coming back to the game. But obviously, the owners haven't gotten sane just because of this. They're still crotchety, crazy. So some guy must have had like eight drinks in him. And heard this and thought it was offensive, huh? Yeah. And, and then they ended up having now this now this guy's got job security forever. He can say he wants to now, and uh, it was I God, it's just uh, it's it's amazing. Yeah, I think there was a uh, chant at Camden two days ago of "Bring back Kevin." They literally had that, <laughs> the whole the whole crowd erupted. Free Kevin, yeah, I think, is and, what they said. He was probably like Tim Wander before that. Nobody, <laughs> yeah. you know. It, I can't see us having now. John and I would lead the bring back Tim's chant because we loved him, right? And we loved to count how many times he says baseball game, you know, because we you can't just call it a game. You got to get the baseball in there. But uh, I loved Tim as a guy. But uh, you know, I, I can't see the crowd chanting if Tim gets in trouble with uh, with which isn't going to happen because Tim's very supportive. But uh, this wasn't even a rip. This was it, it was just insane. 
He, can you imagine him? He gets the call saying you're suspended. I know. Huh? <laughs> For doing what? I know. For yeah. doing what? Yeah, the whole thing yeah. was was completely bizarre, Pat. So. I, was here, I was thinking of this. Uh, so Judd's got my, uh, I gave Judd my radio that Harry Carey gave me. Okay. For being on a, because uh, in case, I don't want to have a fight in case I pass away. I don't want to have a, st- a fight with my estate. I wanted Bud to, uh, Judd to have the, the radio that <laughs> right. Harry gave me in 1978 or something. But Harry and I, Harry had me on his pregame show. So Harry's doing the radio. And we were basically arguing in 78 about which team stunk the worst, the White Sox or the Twins, in the pregame show. And then I walked into the Twins clubhouse uh, to see, kind of like a half hour before the game, he could still do that to, to get some note I wanted. And all those guys were looking at me with this hateful glance because the White Sox, the White Sox pregame show was on in the our clubhouse. <laughs> I wonder how long Harry would have lasted with the Orioles oh here. Because you know, uh, he was a very uh, he was a very honest guy when things weren't going well. But apparently, they're not worked with the uh, White Sox today. All right, so Pat. Uh, so I have the uh, best connection we have here this morning. Yes, you you and I have the best ones. Mackie and Judd have been fighting it with with laptops and microphones, and and look, the youngest and the oldest guy on the show are doing just yes, fine with their technology. All righty. All right, sir. Go for it. Who, who, are, who do we want to see look good tonight? Who are we worry about? Probably, you know, uh, Ivan Pace, Jaron Hall. New linebackers, guys like that. Yeah. And yeah. Hall can be a, a solid third-string quarterback. Exactly. Two guys get hurt. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. All good right, enough. sir. We'll talk right, tomorrow, okay? Royce Unchained, powered by our friends at Power Lodge. Go to Miller Marine and Power Lodge. All right, we still got some summertime left here on the lake. Got another good uh, month or two left out there. Go to the Miller Marine location up in St. Cloud for my old stomping grounds. Go get yourself a new Bennington. Go to powerlodge at millermarine.com.